This week on MMAMayhemRadio.com, we will be talking to XFC24's Eric. It's a wrap, Reynolds. We will also be talking to an individual that will be fighting a fight master, Bellator. You know it. Here's Eric Bradley. And also, FHM model and MMA Mayhem Radio fanatic, Alicia. I'm going to give her a nickname. That's greasy. Lee is in the building. Greasy grappling! All for you here on MMA Mayhem Radio. Ready, set, go. Let's go, fellas. Coming at you from CSB Studio C in Atlanta, Georgia, the Beer Battered Sports Network presents MMA Mayhem, where MMA matters the most with Brad Storm. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And George, the MMA Encyclopedia Kinnebrew. I'm going to do my thing, and when I do my thing, my thing will be done. To give you the lowdown mm-hmm. of the world of mixed martial arts, it's MMA Mayhem. On the BBSN.com. I wanna see your pretty song. Oh yeah, baby, it's time <laughs> to get it on. Oh my God, guys, I just got back from the cruise. And you the know, storm uh, has come back in the building. I saw, you know, hey, I love my wife. Hey. We celebrated our one-year anniversary. Congrats. And uh, if you didn't notice, guys, do you see my gold medal right here? I won the Belly Flop Championships. <laughs> the nice. Belly right. Flop Champion of the nice. World, baby. Brought it right back to the ATL. Yeah, you know. And What's I, happening? There's some big dudes in that competition, but I took them down for the big splash. That's, That's right. it. That's the right. big That's kibosh. Right. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. A lot of people in Speedos, too, guys. One guy was picking his oh. butt. One guy was picking his bum bum. Oh, no. And, uh, man, he, he, had this white, he had this white Speedo on, and he had a big doo-doo stain. Right? Wow. Doo-doo. So we call, it's not very fun. We call them crud. Try to dig up your bum. <laughs> we call them crud marks or shit marks. Uh, I mean, so yeah, it was it was pretty good, you know. And uh, you know, once again, as always, the MMA Encyclopedia. Yes, sir. George Kennebrew, nice to see you. And Thanks, greasy. greasy. One time. Greasy. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. And the love muscle is in the house. <laughs> the oh, love the love muscle. muscle. Wow. Hey. He, he, he's he. so evolutionary. He goes so evolutionary. Like, he, he's had like three names in the last two weeks. That's, That's all right. good. That's uh, all good. That's muscle, muscle, like y'all know my steez. Y'all know my steez. Right, right, right. And props to the man with the plan, Joel. And, uh, oh, yeah, as always. Hey, you know what, guys? A lot of going on in MMA Encyclopedia. I'm going to let you take it away. All right, well, gentlemen, the first topic of the day, uh, we've got the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world who was not being on his best behavior. Matter of fact, he thought that uh, he was too big for his UFC britches, and he decided to play hooky on uh, the the media appearances for his upcoming fight against Chris Wyman. Big question, guys. Big question. Uh, did Nick Diaz get fined? Did, uh, did he, like, not? Because he didn't make his uh, press conference, did he? I think he did He get came. A, yeah, he got fined, Yeah, right? he got fined, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, you know, I was like, I wasn't gonna say because what's good for the goose should be good for, for the, the gander, gander, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is mega money for these guys. I know Anderson Silva makes quite a bit of dough. Yeah. But uh, you know, the hammer went down. It's like the NFL now. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the I, I was I was talking. I was actually talking to the muscle, and uh, I believe uh, me and Reese, and I was talking to a couple of other people about this man. You know, the Anderson's got to stop. I think he's starting to believe his own hype, gentlemen. I mean, I, I'm sorry to say it, but I think he is. I, I think he's starting to think. You know, because he's the quote-unquote you know best fighter to ever 
land in the world of mixed martial arts. He's like, all right, well, you know, I'm the best fighter. You know, I do things on my own time. And, he, and, well, and you know, this stuff may come back and backfire on him, gentlemen. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Well, I'm going to take a different approach. Oh, of course, Reese will. <laughs> of course, Reese I'm will. I'm going to take the Allen Iverson. It's just oh, practice man. approach to here this, we go you know. practice <laughs> yeah right. practice and, and 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 here's how i correlate the two uh -oh. like it's i mean it's a it's it's one media uh media conference you know uh have we heard this side of the story um yeah well go ahead man well, well, I, I, I don't know i don't i, I don't I know, he know says he, he says he didn't he says he didn't know anything about the pre, about the, the media media know? conferences he said he didn't know Right. Okay. Now, no, how can you mess around right? and not know, man? That's yeah. no excuse, dude. Yeah. No. Well, no. But that's uh -uh. his. That's well. Okay. And you know, yeah. yeah but um, so, he was filming so, Last so, Action Hero. Let's, let's let's just say so. Let's just say so he did miss it. And is is the question that he missed it, or is it is the question that he didn't get fined? What what are you two guys? No, he got fined. Oh, he did get. He well, did what's get. What's the fined? problem? Yeah, he got fined. Man, I'm just I'm fine. just saying, dude, you're supposed to be one of the leaders of MMA. You're supposed to be one of the main representatives of the UFC, and you're just gonna think you're too good to do media appearances. I mean, well, sure, he people, said he forgot it. Didn't, he said he didn't know. Right? That's guys, so he says. Guys, the so future. You know what the future entails? He's gonna be on Expendables three. I'm telling you, man. This wow. case, he's right. going to be in movies. He, I don't and think he really cares much more. It? I think this last fight, if Wyman uh, takes him down, he'll be like, I am I am gone. See you later. <laughs> and, uh, or if he wins, he's going to be adios, amigos. He'll be know. like, Wyman is a good fighter. He's a good man. Yeah, he's but a good man. He doesn't have Weidman. anything else to prove. He is the rock of uh, MMA, pretty much. But you still got a title fight coming up, sir. And you still shouldn't <laughs> overlook your opponent. And another, another thing about that, though, is that bravado vato that he kind of has to sometimes that can work depending on who you are there are a lot of people out there uh there were, there were we were on twitter the other day um on saturday and, and a guy said he didn't like um he didn't like uh silva's attitude uh from 112 you remember one uh, i agree uh, i agree and, and, i didn't uh, like it either what, what what was his attitude on that one George? i mean he was he was just real nonchalant you know really didn't come out and respect uh, Damian Maya. Didn't go. Right, did right. he go that the distance a, on that? Yeah, one? he oh, did man, go. And, like and then the on top of that, and then on seen. top of that, and then on top of that, he had Maya finished. I mean, he bloodied him up, made him look horrible, and he didn't win. He didn't win the fight. And even Mike Goldberg put it out there in the atmosphere: If you're the best fighter in the world, finish him. Don't don't try to prove a point because while you're over there proving that point, Damian Maya can mess around and pull guard, well, well, and next well, thing you know, you'll be in the triangle choke not, and you'll be in the short short another purse money not, back to Brazil. Not to mention, as a fan, man, you're doing a disservice to us. Exactly. You know, we want to see exciting fights. You know, and it's, I don't get that, man. It was so boring. Main event should not put you to sleep. It's it already late enough. Right. So would you guys boo? Would you guys? Boo I was booing. I fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You got. So that's my pet peeve in in um in uh in, in any combat sport, especially. Yeah. But that's just me. Wait a minute. Ground game, stand up game, doesn't matter. Make it exciting. Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, exciting. I was actually stunned in, at at one twelve. Actually, I was like, what? I'm like, is this is really. And is this guy? I'm really looking at the same guy right now. And like this is his demeanor, pretty much. Yeah. It's his, his attitude. Yeah. But he's done it over the past couple of years. He's he's yeah. done it. He's done it to Damian Maya. He did it to Forrest. He did it to Stephen. Oh, Forrest, yeah. But Forrest, like, he ran out of the uh, cage right after. Exactly. This fight. It lasted like one minute. But, right. You yeah. know, hey, run, Forrest, run, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's winning. He's winning these fights, though, man. 
I mean, yeah, yeah but fight, I mean, so. still, his still his like attitude, his attitude right, needs right, to right, change. Because right, if you right. call yourself it's a martial gonna, artist, bro. dude, it's, it's about respect and it right. is about That's honor. True. Good point. And, and people mm-hmm. and people shy away from that mm-hmm. in, in this day and age mm-hmm. in MMA. Turn it into boxing. Exactly. But if you go back, if you go back into the times, into the old days of mixed martial arts, when it was just coming up, it was about honor. It was about respect. Yeah, that guy, he might have been better than you. Yeah, that guy, he might have been the best in the world. But guess what? When he came out, he still came out with his hands up. He still kept his guard tight. Right, and he right. respected his but opponents and I don't feel Anderson has done that it's bottom line is if you're paid to do a job and in your contract it includes showing up for press conferences right. for the fans or media obligations for period. the fans right. that was like a slap let me do this right now Mm. That was like a slap in our face. That's pinky. That's pinky. Because right we we love these guys and we want to see them yeah, fight and we exactly. want to see them talk. Right. So I mean, that, even if, if they have a translator, it doesn't matter. So this is similar to the guys <laughs> not not showing up at the games and in basketball, right? Exactly. The, 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 okay, I could. I, I could and then on top of that, let me throw this. Let me throw this little nugget in there if I can. Let me mm-hmm, throw this little mm-hmm, nugget in there. Mm-hmm. He can't come out and say you know what his opponent Chris Whiteman did do because Chris Whiteman he had to go do a press conference in another state and he still managed to make it back over to LA and stayed over there in three days and and handled all of his media obligations so if the challenger has something to prove man he's hungry as hell yeah 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 yeah. he's hungry like a wolf he is well I mean well I I would like to see how it plays out if he misses anymore you know uh, what what else goes on you know yeah slap on the head he's not taking his opponent seriously he's not maybe He's not. Maybe. That's his goal. That's in my opinion. He's not. And that's going to eventually backfire on him and everything. So, yeah. But uh, Is this going to be like a Stefan Bonner fight? I don't think he really took that one seriously. I don't think he did either. But speaking of Anderson Silva opponents, one Anderson Silva opponent that everybody in this room is familiar with and one that everybody doesn't like besides myself. I like Chill. Oh, you like Chell? I like Chell. Okay. I mean, he's all right. Okay. Well, uh, well, Chell Sonnen, our good friend, uh, he, <laughs> he wants to come out and, and fight again, this time in the light heavyweight division. He said he's going to stay at 205. He's not retiring. And he says he wants to come out and fight Vanderlei Silva. Now, I don't know if y'all know the history, but briefly, these two had got had yeah, a war I saw of words. In the limousine. Right. The war of words a couple of years ago. So I guess now they want to bring the turmoil to light in the people's form as uh, in the WWE form. Let me tell you something, Silva. That's right. Yeah. He want he wants to he wants to buy WWE too. By the way. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's gonna happen. Vince McMahon has wallets that don't end or pockets that don't end. Mm, yeah. Both of them. Well, guys, we're gonna have to be uh, wrapping up this opening. But fans, if you want to chime in, go to Twitter at MMA Mayhem Radio. You want to talk? We'll talk back. And fans, coming up next on MMA Mayhem Radio, we have none other than Eric. It's a wrap. Reynolds, only here on MMAMayhemRadio.com and CouchFighter.co. What's up, MMA Mayhem Radio fans? You might have known on episode 49, we interviewed a gentleman named Vicious Vic Rose. Well, his son, let me tell you a little bit about him. He's 13 years old. About January, he began to walk a little different than usual. He started complaining about his back, legs, and having neck pain. He has always had headaches, but recently they got much worse. After several visits to the doctor, he was admitted into Eggleston. He was there eight days. They ran two MRIs 
MRIs, tons of blood work, spinal tap, EMG nerve tests, and muscle tests as well. He was first diagnosed with CIPD, which is a rare immune disease. Doctors said his case was so severe that they had no doctors that could treat him or knew how. Vic was told insurance may not pay for any of Aaron's treatments. We're praying here at MMA Mayhem Radio, and the family is trusting in God to help them through these tough times. Donations would be greatly appreciated to help both Aaron and his family. You can send your donations to Kelly Pittman. That's Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, Pittman, P-I-T-T-M-A-N, at 580 Woodhill Drive, Tequila, Georgia, 300. One nine. Please, all listeners here at MMAMayhemRadio.com, donate and help out Aaron in his journey to recovery. Hello, folks. This is John Prisco, president of XFC. And when I want to know what's happening in MMA, I tune into MMA Mayhem and find out what's up. Welcome back to MMA Mayhem Radio. And right now on the Couch Fighter Hotline, we're going to have an individual that has been on MMA Mayhem Radio before, episode 42, and making his way back and will be featured at XFC 24 Collision Course, Sundome, Tampa, Florida, taking on the undefeated master of cool, Kevin Ferrant. He is Eric. It's a wrap. Reynolds, what's oh, yeah. up, bro? What's going on? Oh, man, it's been pretty hectic, and I know it's been pretty busy for you, a busy time. Uh, what have you been doing since uh, your last appearance at XFC? Well, I, I've been uh, trying to fix those holes in the game. You know, I, I wasn't expecting a quick loss like it was, so I have a, a, lot of, a lot of redemption coming. You know, I have to go out there and make some sparks fly. Yeah, you're a very confident individual, and you know, yeah, that fight didn't go your way, but you know what? The lightweight division is open for take, and you know, Kevin Ferrant, undefeated. What what tricks you got up your sleeve? Oh, I got, I got all kinds of tricks. I don't want you to explain them all, but you know, what have you been working on? Just back to the basics. Um, you know, kind of, kind of got a little out of hand, getting ready for the title fight and trying new stuff, and which... You know, but if it does, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I'm just, right. I'm going back to the basics and just you know coming in there, bringing you know what I'm bringing different though this time is I'm I'm going to come out there and I'm going to be prepared for the ground a little bit more than I right. was in the last fight. And that's what I was going to ask you too, because Kevin's like he's a vicious wrestler, and uh, you know you like to strike, and uh, you know I, it's going to be explosive, but he's going to try to take you down. I know he's going to try to do it, and uh, I I know you're going to be ready this time around. Yeah, absolutely. So, Eric, I know this is going to be a big return for you in, in in Tampa, and I just want you to explain to to the fans out there the feeling that it's going to be when you actually get to step back inside the cage. And, and there is there any you know bit of added pressure coming into this fight? No, none, none to like none really because um, I'm undefeated in Tampa as well. So he's he's an undefeated fighter, but. You know, I've never lost in Tampa, and I, so I'm going in there, you know, as an undefeated fighter in, in my mindset anyway, so it's, I'm going in there to win it, and the fact that he's undefeated is that much more better for me to take the pressure away. I love fighting undefeated, undefeated um, guys, it's like, you know, because they get, they get full, they get full of themselves and get overconfident and, you know, it makes a good fight for me. 
Yeah, but you know, Eric, you've, you've been a pretty confident guy. And, and, you know, even when we had you on episode 42 of MMA Mayhem Radio, you were extremely confident. And you had, you had some words uh, for notorious Nick Newell. Now, on, on this front, man, you know, maybe people, or maybe Kevin, he might be overlooking you, man, you know, because he's undefeated. Uh, you know, any thoughts on that? Hey, I would, I would welcome him to overlook me. Overlook me if you want to, because I, you know, I've learned from my mistakes. You can, everybody I look past, you know, it was, a, it was a regret. You can't look past anybody in this sport. So hopefully, he wouldn't make that mistake. But yeah, I'm well, expecting, I'm expecting a war. Yeah, no, I, we're gonna, we're thinking it's gonna be a war, and you know, if, 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 whether it's standing or you know, on the ground. Uh, I hope you uh, get the get the job done against Ferrant. And you know, as far as mentally getting prepared, what have you done uh, to prepare yourself and and the mental aspect of uh, your game? Well, you know, I just kind of just step step away from all the the drama of you know dealing with all the sponsors and the and the managers and, the, and all that. And I'm just like I said, I'm going back to the basics. I'm going in there and I'm I'm winning the fight with with the talent and the hard work that I'm. Uh, you know, and for the love of the sport, I'm going there to win it, obviously. But I'm, I'm saying I'm working hard, and the the confidence is there, the heart is there. You know, I'm young, I got confidence in youth, so I just I just want to get back on the on the, the track for a world title shot again. So I have a lot of, um, you know, I'm gonna prove myself, and and the drive is just gonna keep going, and it's gonna just the momentum is gonna, gonna get stronger and stronger as I as I build up the wins again. Now, Eric. Uh, now, an uh, interesting thing about the master of cool, Kevin Ferrant. This this guy's never been finished, being that he's undefeated. And and what Brad Storm was alluding to about his vicious wrestling, you know, people kind of forgot. You know, you've you've got some pretty sick jujitsu yourself. So you know, if if he does try to take you down, I'm pretty sure you're going to be comfortable on your back. And if and, and being that you are, do you feel like you can submit this guy and be the first guy to really finish Kevin Ferrant? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I'm I'm going in there to finish the fight. There's no doubt about that. Um, and you know, I, I'm not going to call it out and say I'm going to finish him in the first round or anything like that. I'm not going right, to, right. you know, gamble. But I, I'm absolutely going in there to finish this fight. And I look for the knockout first, and I'll take the submission if it comes. But you know, he he has a fight coming, so there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, uh, have you been recently uh, training over at ATT still in Florida? No, I'm. I broke with from ATT a long time ago. Okay, I'm, I'm stuck at Dungeon, and I'm. You're, I'm you're, talking with uh, Gracie Tampa, possibly going to start a camp there. You know, for this fight, so going to uh, start this week. You're going to start your own Gracie camp, as far as uh, that goes. Yeah, I'm going to keep the original camp at the Dungeon. You know. That's where all the the road work is going to be done, all the like all the planning, preparation. But we're going to go up to Gracie Tampa, and work on some uh, some ground, and and just get some MMA sparring in, and just you know, just I, I have some friends there that, that are training, and you know, just I think it just be a good a good uh, group to switch things up in my in my camp. Yeah, it's always I, I'm sticking to the basics at the at the gym, and I'm going to work the ground for uh, Gracie Tampa. Well, you know, as an MMA fighter or a combat sports fighter, it's always good to evolve. And, you know, we're, none of us are perfect out there. So, yeah, you can experience different fighters. That'd be great. And then my question leading up to that is, uh, do you have anybody that has mimicked uh, Kevin Ferrant's style 
so uh, you, you can be better ready or better better prepared. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's one of the reasons why I will be going to um, uh, you know making the drive up there is because I have uh, one of my former training partners. He's there, and he's a strong wrestler, same similar built and similar style. So he'll be a, a perfect um, training partner for me to get ready for this. Name drop. You got a name? Yeah, his name's uh, Troy Gearhart. He, he's a um, he fought yeah. in the UFC before. He's a fought yeah. Bellator before. He's he's a, he's a good fighter. He's um, strong, powerful. I think he uh, he can have, you know he'll mimic Kevin Front's wrestling in maybe more. So. Okay. Now let's talk about let's talk about the atmosphere going into uh, XFC twenty four. Now now we know you've been there you know since it all started and, and this is really the birthplace of XFC uh, Tampa Florida. So do you feel like you will have the crowd on your side? Do you feel like you're the the hometown kid and and Kevin even though he's undefeated he's still going to be looked at as like the villain or or whatnot in this fight? Yeah, I, there's no doubt that you know when, when I'm fighting in Tampa that. The, the crowd is obviously going to be on my side. Like I said, I never lost in Tampa. I'm I'm, I'm undefeated in every every thought every time I competed in in the city, and it's as close as I get to home. So I live about 40 miles from Tampa, so I'm going to have a whole a whole town there probably. You know, so it's like Kevin Front is definitely going to. He might not have much cheer on his side, but. Um, hey, it's like a, it, at the end of the day, though. I mean, he's in there doing it, so everyone's gonna give props for everyone. But I believe you know the crowd will definitely be on my side. You know, you can follow Eric at it's a rap MMA, and you know Eric, uh, you know the master of cool. Uh, he's not much for words. Uh, he lets usually lets his actions speak for himself. But uh, is there any uh, anything you want to maybe talk to uh, him about, or maybe talk, tell the fans out there so when they tune in to Axis Television, uh, they'll find out more about what you're going to be doing as far as vocally. Yeah, um, I mean, I know I know Kevin Front has some uh, boxing experience, and, and he, he you know he keeps blowing up his um, his wrestling. So hey, well, my you know I, w- I just want him to to come. Come ready, come prepared, and be ready to fight and put on a good show for Tampa and for the XFC and uh, MMA Mayhem. Everyone, you know, I want, yeah. I want everyone to get, you know, get excited about this because it's it's gonna be a firework fight. You know, it might even uh, it might even steal the show from the other fights because Styles make fights and you know, I you can't even talk about it. But I, I just want him to be ready. I want him to come fight and let's see let's see how good that boxing is. Let's see how good you know. You know, I, I'm obviously welcoming him to a stand-up war, but I'm ready to get it wherever. You know, Eric, it seems like for, since the last time we talked to you, uh, you just, you're more of a humble individual, you know, and I kind of like that uh, part of you right now as far as uh, your MMA uh, career goes. And, uh, you know, I want to give you hats off to that. And, I, you know, I wish you the best out there at XFC 24 in uh, June, you know. And uh, do you got any sponsors, anybody you want to mention before we let you go? I just want to appreciate. I just want to thank XFC for giving me the opportunity to fight in Tampa and and represent, you know, the Florida Fighters. And I'm thank you, XFC. Thank you, MMA Mayhem, for uh, you know keeping all this information out there for everyone, keeping all the fans, you know, in tune. And my family and my friends and 
all the people who come and support MMA. That's right. You know, and fans, you're going to want to check them out. XFC 24 Collision Course is going to be in Sundome, Tampa, Florida. You know, hey, it's going to set the roof on fire. I'm a fireman, so I guess I put that out there. Eric, it's a wrap Reynolds. You can follow him at It's a Rap MMA. Thanks for coming on the show, bro. And uh, best of luck to you. We're going to try to make our way down there. And hopefully we'll be interviewing you after the fight. Yeah, hopefully. Coming up next on MMA Mayhem Radio, we will be talking to Fight Master contestant Eric Bradley, only here on MMAMayhemRadio.com. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track instead of flying to the big interview? What if you flew somewhere else altogether, like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see? What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, your voice of the UFC Octagon, and you're listening to MMA Mayhem Radio. Hey, hey. I want to give a shout out to King Ice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to MMA Mayhem Radio. Y'all already know what time it is. It is interview time. And coming to the show right now, we have one of the cast members of Bellator MMA's newest fight reality show on Spike TV. It's called Fight Master, and we are here with one of the fight masters that wants to become the master of the fight, representing the 170-pound division. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than Eric. Bradley, Brad, Mr. Bradley, welcome to MMA Mayhem Radio, my brother. Hey, how's it going? Doing fine, doing fine. Now, uh, let's 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 get into to the the meat and the potatoes of this show. Now, the rules of Fight Master are very unique. You you know, you get to pick your own coach and all that other good stuff. So, I just want you to briefly explain, being that the rules of Fight Master are really at your disposal or the fighter's disposal. Do you think that will make it any easier for you on the show or not? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a unique format where they have it. So, you know, you kind of, you kind of dictate your own path. So, um, yeah, I, I think, I think with it being like that, it's going to make it, you know, it's good for me, I think. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, well, you know, we're excited to see the show as well. And I, you know, I know you can't really talk about which coach you want to train with, but can you explain all the positives each coach has to offer? Yeah. I mean, I can't say like exactly which one, but like, you know, like, all the coaches on the, on that show are are phenomenal, so it's a difficult choice. But you know, you got Joe Warren, who's just like he's just got so much energy. He's, he's such a good uh, he's such a good wrestler, and uh, you know, he's just he's got a real similar uh, background as me. So you know, he's just like he's a he's like a mm-hmm. top pick. And then uh, you got Ken Shamrock, and he's just you know he's like a Hall of Famer. Wait, Ken Shamrock's gonna be on the like, show. Uh, Ken's gonna be on. The, Hey, Eric, Ken's going to be on or Frank? Which one? Uh, who did I say? Oh, you said Ken. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, bro, man. Yeah, Frank, yeah. You got Frank Shamrock. Yeah, what does he bring to the table that you're excited about? Uh, you know, Frank. Frank's just such a hard-nosed dude. You know, he's been through it. Like, we've had a lot of, like, similar life experiences and, uh, He's just such a good dude, and he's just, like, real easy to talk to. So, I mean, he's just got that uh, – he's just got, you know, just 
he's like an encyclopedia of information, uh, you know, on MMA. So he, he's a, you know, he's another one that's just like a top choice for me. All, all four coaches are just phenomenal. Okay. And then uh, you got Randy Couture, who, you know, I've trained under Randy like that. It's kind of where I started my career was uh, out in L.A. I was uh, training at Legends, which Randy was one of the, uh, the head coaches out there. So, like, you know, I've had, like, a ton of experience training under Randy. Cool, cool. And then you got Greg Jackson. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, Greg Jackson. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, Greg Jackson. That's pretty crazy that, you know, he's on the show. He's just, you know, I, you know, the majority of the, you know, UFC champions and like champions and all and like all organizations are usually under Greg Jackson. So he's as far he's, you as, know obviously another top pick. As far as money goes, there's like thousands and thousands of training dollars combined in all these coaches. It's crazy how you guys are all going to get it and uh, be on television and all that great stuff. That's a, that's outstanding. Yeah, I don't even want to think what those guys how to get paid to be to do this type of thing. Those guys are awesome. So. Yeah, they're, they're world class. Um, coming coming into this show, Mr. Bradley, I was doing my homework on you. Coming into this show with a on a four fight win streak. Now, does this only increase your confidence coming into this competition? Oh yeah, for sure. Like you know, going into I was actually you know when I found out about the show, I was I was out in London. I'd been out there for like two months. I was training with the London Street Fighters. I was helping a uh, uh, UFC welterweight, John Hathaway. Uh, he was getting ready for a fight, and I was you know I was. At the time, I was just, like, looking to try to get signed with some organization, I was, you know, because I wanted to start getting on some bigger fights, you know, just in, in getting out there. And uh, uh, actually, I, I found out about the show. I was out there and flew back to Vegas and, uh, you know, got on it about trying to get on the show. So, but, uh, you know, it's something like this. Like, my confidence is, was, you know, high and just, you know, like I was, you know, I wanted to, I was going in this, like, in it to win it. No doubt about it. Now, now about uh, you were saying about Randy Couture. Now, I, I also I was doing my homework up on you, and I noticed that you were a wrestler. You wrestled at you wrestled at Penn State, and you know that Randy Couture is a wrestler. Now, I'm I'm again, I'm not saying for you to drop any names or anything like that, but being that you two come from the same background and you can kind of relate to Randy Couture, could he be a possibility that he might be the coach that you pick on the show? He, I mean, he's a very strong possibility. You know, hey, you know, Randy's just, Randy's the man, you know. He's just got so much, uh, you know, and his, again, his style is very similar to mine. Like, I think between him and Joe Warren, they got very similar styles to mine. So, and, uh, you know, just, I already have that relationship with Randy, so he's obviously going to be, you know, he's obviously going to be a, a, a tough person not to choose, you know, on the show. Cool. Hey, Greasy here. So, um, Looking at at your website, your page has it, it seems to be pretty philosophical, you know, with with some of the quotes and things like that. Uh, are, are are you are you that type of fighter when uh you know when you're getting prepared for uh for fights and such? Um, I mean, like, right, right before a fight, like you know, the day before, I'll usually just be sitting in the hotel room, like watching like comedy shows and stuff like that, watching stand up comedy, <laughs> right. and stuff like that. But I mean. I, I like I, I I'm one of those people I like to read and everything like that. So like I read a lot of books, you know, rather than watch a lot of TV. So right. So no no desert deserts waterfalls and and and, and 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 that kind of stuff, which is fine, you know. But that's that's not you. Cool. Right. More like the autumn. You know, the Twilight, the Twilight series. Right. Shades of Grey. Twilight. <laughs> oh, hey hey. Hey, Eric, how old are you, man? 
I'm 31. 31. Okay, this is my question. You know, as far as the fight master goes, and I was seeing the highlights for all the uh, guys or all the combatants that are going to be on the show. Um, everybody seems to be over the age of 25. Was that? Was there a particular reason for that? I know with age comes experience, but I don't see too many fighters in the fight master that are below the age of 25. Yeah, there was a few like 20, 22 year old and, and 23 somewhere in there. But yeah, like the majority of the guys, I think were over. 25 and uh i'm not really sure what the uh what the rationale was behind that i think just you know they were looking to get some guys with experience and yeah guys that uh you know try, trying to make their name so i i don't i don't know like why it ended up being like that but yeah there was a lot of guys that were and you also, know uh late 20s early 30s and you can follow eric at eric bradley mma on twitter you want to do that and uh, i want to ask you um, you fought in the Elite XC before, and I, I heard a lot of stuff from that promotion as far as the promoters, uh, as far as like Kimbo Slice and uh, deals that went down earlier that they were rigging fights. Did, was there anything of that sort going down at Elite XC? Um, you know, I didn't, see, I didn't really experience it. I did hear people saying that, you know, they were being you know, told to keep it standing. Yeah, and keep stuff it standing. Like um, as far as my experiences, they were always on the up and up with me, so I, I don't really have anything negative to say. It was, it was, it was early in my career. I probably had like uh, you know one or two fights, and then I got signed with uh, Lead XC. So, uh, but you know they were they were cool with me, so I got nothing negative right. to say. But yeah, I did hear a lot of people. I knew a lot of guys that uh, you know fought for them as well, and you know some of them were saying that they had some you know. Well, yeah, we don't definitely. Uh, I don't know. Just had some different kind. They had a different experience than I did. Right. We don't definitely. We definitely don't want to ruffle uh, any old feathers. That's for sure. But um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but but um, I'm, I'm gonna put the million dollar question on here for you, uh, Bradley. Um, being that this is the first reality show, the fight first fight reality show for Bellator MMA on national television, what impact or what history are you looking to make as far as this competition is concerned? Well, you know, it always seems like the first show, like, it, it gets the guys that, like, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, The Ultimate Fighter, which is the only other show kind of, like, similar to this one, it's just, uh, you know, like, that first season, they seem to have, like, you know, those guys, you know, a lot of those names you still hear about. So, for me, it was like I wanted to get on there and, and make a name, make a name for myself. And, you know, this is, my MMA career has been, you know, a lot of ups and downs, so it was just getting out there and uh, showcasing my talents. Cool. Now, now we know talent plays a very big part in the reality world. But do you have any uh, antics, you know, or anything like, or like, do you want to be the bad boy, or I mean, do you want this to be a spinoff for you, or anything like that? Anything crazy, you know, uh, uh, you know, something like that, you know? Eric Bradley is getting married. The right, <laughs> Eric Bradley, the, the Eric Bradley dating show. Hey. Right, check him out with these There's ten other. Dating show be pretty sweet. I'd he, be down for something like he, that. It's not. I don't, uh, promote, I don't promote knocking out women, but you knock out the women uh, to eliminate them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And no, he might get a free judo yeah, lesson from Ronda Rousey. <laughs> All you do is um, say, you know, hey, guys. Um, on the show, I think, I mean, I, I guess like, I always come off as like, kind of like the laid-back guy and like just kind of just chilling and stuff. So um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not really looking. I mean, like, it wasn't really my intention to go on that show and become like the next big reality superstar. My, my uh, intention on that show was to become the next, 
you know, Bellator champion. So right. I, guess, I guess that was kind of like my, uh, my train of thought and my mode on the show. Right. Well, so there's there's always something though. Like at the end, at the end, if you knock somebody out, you know, you do the judo stomp in the in the three, um, you know, the whirlwind flip with a or the grave yeah, digger. Yeah, the grave. Yeah, you know, the back flip and double somersault off split. the off the off the cage, right into a split or something like that. You know, nah. But I, I'm just messing with you. I'm just trying to see if you got any of that plan. You know, but you sh- and you should you should a trademark because this is your brand, right? Yeah, this is my brand now. I know I need to get like some sort of like uh, double backflip type thing. I'll like tell that you what. Going. And I start getting in like the gymnastics uh, practices. Well. <laughs> Well, when you win in your post fight, you can say, "Ooh, yes, that was so greasy." That's what you can do on. A, that's what you can do on a, on a post. Now, now we, we we are we finished here, guys. We um, I could go on. For cool. A while. Oh, right, right. Well, let me go ahead and give them a few a few of the, uh, uh, the greasy questions. You okay. ready for some of the uh, greasy questions, Eric? Yeah, let's have them. All right, cool. All right. So now, first and first, we'll start off kind of easy. Who who's your favorite fighter out there all time? Oh shoot! All time. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna take Gilbert Ivo just because I've, I've trained a lot with him and uh, he's just he's just such a funny cat. And the I, hurricane. You know, I like the you know he's got that just kind of crazy in the ring, so I, I kind of like him. That really excited George. Okay, um, now <laughs> here, 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 right, here here here's a greasy question for you: uh, Jade or Mercedes? As the ring girls, what's up? Ooh, you got a Yo, name on Jade. Or or Mercedes or both or both. <laughs> now that makes it real easy. That makes it real easy. <laughs> that is real easy. Or both. What? Well, let's, yeah, both. Now. Right, 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 right. Hey, let's, uh, Eric. Let's put it like this. Okay, are you the ring, uh, the ring girl type, or or put a ring on it type of guy? You know, like put a ring uh, on a guy. You know, settle I'm not down. the put a ring on it type of guy at all. So I'm the ring girl, a uh, ring card girl kind of guy. Exactly. Hey. No wonder, no wonder you said both, <laughs> my you, man. When you come to Atlanta, you need to go out with the big player, MMA encyclopedia, man. Oh yeah, yes, I'll show yeah. you around. Hey man, hey man, I know where they at. I know where they at, Eric. I know exactly where they're at. And I guess this last one is a no-brainer. You know, uh, you got the wrestling background, and you know, I'm sure you've worked on some. Some of the other um, martial arts and whatever. So we'll just go with jujitsu or 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 Kama Sutra. <laughs> Which one are you rocking with? <laughs> Kama Jitsu. Kama Jitsu. Sweet. Kama Jitsu. Wow. Well, well ladies, and gentlemen, we don't know yet. What did he what say? What did you say, Eric? What? I picked Kama Sutra. Oh, okay, yeah. That's right. There it is. That's right. There it is. That's right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Fight Master Contestant. Be sure you go check that out exclusively on Spike TV. Eric Bradley representing the 170-pound 170, 170 division. Uh, Mr. Bradley, we certainly thank you for coming on the show, oh, yeah. and it has been real, my dude. Eric, you're cool, man. Uh, awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Coming up next on MMAMayhemRadio.com, we got none other than the sexy, the vivacious, the bodacious Alicia Lee. Only here on MMAMayhemRadio.com and CouchFighter.co. Soda can, 60 decibels. Tattoo gun, 75 decibels. Motorcycle, 95 decibels. Chainsaw, 105 decibels. Full volume through your earbuds, 120 decibels. Play it safe. Turn down the volume. To learn how to protect your hearing, visit asha.org.
Hey, this is Bjorn Rebney, CEO and Chairman at Bellator MMA. You are listening to MMA Mayhem Radio. All right, MMA Mayhem Radio fans, we have a lovely young lady on the line with us. Have you heard of HFHM? Have you heard of Model Mayhem? Well, now she's just one of the boys hanging out, hanging out with MMA Mayhem Radio. So, no further ado, welcome, Alicia Lay. What's good, Alicia? Not much. Just chilling with you guys. Just chilling. You are That's all one I got of, going on today. Cool. You are officially one of the boys today. So, welcome to MMA Mayhem Radio. So, let's get it started. Let's talk about, uh, just give us a little bit of uh, uh, of your background. We know you're a model. We know you're fine and all that good stuff. But give us a little bit of the background. Well, I am a tomboy. Oh, I'm not like all, all right. Right on. All good looks. I train in boxing. I've had two fights so far. Oh, um, nice. I've played every sport from rugby. I was on the under-21 Canada team. All right. Um, yeah. Cool. Wow. I used to work at a concrete plant. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. That's so, amazing. So, so, so I can drive forklifts and operate heavy machinery. Hey, I'm a fireman, so you you probably be able to be a firewoman. Cool. That'd be yeah. a good one. Oh, You'd can I swear? One. Um, yeah, you can't say the F word, but you can say everything else. <laughs> so, so, so tell us a little bit about that, because that's a, a, a new phenomenon of sorts where, you know, the prettiest models are, are at the same time boxers or, or, or mixed martial artists. How, how does that work? I've always just been kind of rough and tough, and I've always had an interest in it, and actually... Uh, one of my, a friend of mine has another radio show and he does a big event at the Hard Rock every okay. year. And so I've done it the last two years. Okay. okay. And yeah. So how does it work when, when, I mean, do you have to be extra defensive or do you just say, okay, I'm going to, I'm about to do this boxing match. Uh, and then three weeks, I have to make sure I don't get, you know, any shiners or anything like that. Cause three weeks later, I, I'm, I'm updating my model mayhem page. How does that my work? My manager would like me to cover my face more, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty good at covering my face. I haven't got hurt yet, but. My nose is a little wonky anyway, so I don't care if it gets broken. <laughs> yeah, you definitely, you definitely learn to put your guard up when uh, you're, you're sparring or when you're fighting. And now, who, you say you're training. Where do you train out of? Uh, my boyfriend has been training for 12 years, so he's my trainer. We have a full gym at my house. we got a heavy bag and everything we need. So, so that's your, that's your number one sparring dog. partner? That's your number one sparring partner? Yep. All right. Yeah, I don't spar with girls. I spar with dudes. Interesting. Interesting. So, so uh, I got punched. In. I got punched in the face yesterday. Oh, my nose wow. hurts a little bit. <laughs> That's the life. It's, well, it started as entertainment. I've been watching UFC since UFC 45. Like, I've been watching it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then I just fell in love with it. I love it. 
and I actually just went to UFC 158 um, nice. a month or two ago. Cool. That was amazing. I had so much fun. Okay. Now, uh, now, now, now let's, let's talk about you, you know, when, when you're just out and about sometime and, and when you're not, you know, sparring with the boxing gloves or nothing like that. You know, when you're just out walking the streets or whatnot, have there been incidents where dudes have tried to come and, and you know, try to holler at you, but, you know, you would have to, you know, put them in their place, especially if you didn't feel like they were approaching you the right way? Um... Well, I just tell them to F off if that's the case. <laughs> there you go. Step off. There you go. That's what <laughs> you got to tell them. No, it's like you use the F word. F off. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I step off. She went to the, to the next level on them. Mm. I, I, I'm like a sailor, so it takes everything <laughs> out of me not to. Papaina. But I did pretty good right there. Right. You're like Papaina the sailor woman. <laughs> and you... So so who are some of your favorite? Who, who's your favorite fighter out there right now? Um... Well, I used to like GSP, but he goes all five rounds every time. So, oh, okay. in my opinion. So you like the finish, the finishers. So, so, so who's your favorite finisher? I like out the there? guys that get in there and bang. Like Wanderlei is one of my favorites. I don't care if he wins or loses. Oh, right. Very interesting. He goes in there and, and you know, you know what's good about show. him too. That's you know what you're supposed to do. You know what's good about him? As he gets older, he's still as aggressive as he was when he was younger. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, a lot of guys as like they get... Like that Brian Stan fight was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that was, was awesome. Beautiful. That was sick. It could have went either way. Yeah. You know, and... They were both wobbling. <laughs> who has been instrumental in your life as far as you coming up as, you know, a, a, you know, a tomboy or whatever you want to call it, um, and becoming the, the woman that you are today? Uh, my dad. My dad's one of those hard-ass guys that, like, I remember I, um, I used to swim. I went to nationals for swimming when I was 15, and I came second, so second in the country in backstroke, and he told me, you're never going to win gold at the Olympics, so he took me out. Hmm. He was just always, even in rugby, if I get kicked in the face or something, it's like, get the hell up, keep playing, and that's why I'm... I guess I'm kind of a hard ass now. <laughs> like harden, harden the f up. There you go. That's 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 what you got to do. You gotta gotta be tough out here in this this world of, of MMA or just combat, man. You gotta bring the bring the toughness out. And, and speaking of speaking of which, I, I want to go on to to women's MMA. Now I'm sure you know you you've got some of your favorite. MM, uh, women's MMA fighters out there, and M women's MMA is blowing up too. By we the love way, it. oh yeah, we love it. We definitely mm. love it. And I just want to get your thoughts on what you, what do you think about women's MMA right now? I think the women are doing amazing. I think they're putting on a show. I think it's great. And well, okay, I don't really like Misha Tate. I think she's kind of a poor sport, why? in my opinion. What? Why? <laughs> why is that? Well, when she was fighting, did you guys notice when she was fighting Kat Zingano after after the first round, she gets up and leans on her face. No, I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. Wow, you got a good eye. She used her face to get up with. I just don't. Yeah. I don't like fighters in general that make up like, excuses. That's, that's poor sportsmanship. That sounds like that. Right and up then your even alley. even after she lost to Ronda Rousey, she's talking shit. You know, it's like you lost. Take right. it like a man and do better next time. Like Chael Sonnen. Uh, I hate people that whine about about their losses after. Like what? you lost. Deal with it. So, so that means you don't like Chael Sonnen, then? What do you, what do you think about Chael? <laughs> well, 
Well, he's growing on me. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't there like him go. at first, but there we go. He's okay. No, I think he, he. I think he does that. He does grow on people, kind of, sort of like. He's a, entertaining for the sport. Yeah, yeah, like like a a, a bad rash or something like that. Yeah, that that you kind of <laughs> love. It tingles, but it itches at the same time. Kind of. Okay, so so what about Anderson Silva? I think he's great. I think if him and John Jones or him, I think he would win if he fought John Jones. Oh, really? And I think he would win if he fought GSP. What do you think about him and Whiteman coming up? What what do you think about uh, Whiteman's chances against uh, Anderson? Uh, He's good, but I I don't know. I don't think he's one of the best, in my opinion. I think Anderson Silva is just going to destroy him. Destruction. Okay. Mm -hmm. Didn't he just sign, like, another five-fight contract with the UFC as well? Did he? Yep. Sure did. Did it? Sure did. He's locked down for five more years. Yeah, Silva did. And then he got uh, docked some money because he didn't show up at a press conference. What do you think about that? He didn't didn't show up at his press conference. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's your job. Thank you. That's your job. You're supposed to show up. Mm -hmm. You think he missed it on purpose? Uh, Hard to say. Well, I mean, I guess. Remember now, Alicia. You think you would know. Remember now, Alicia, he's the champion of the world. <laughs> yeah, and he is pretty seasoned, so yeah, so, but still. All right, you can follow Alicia on Twitter, at Alicia Lay, L-E-I-I. Now, I got a specific question for you. Say down the road or maybe in another reality or in reality that you get in the cage. Who would your dream matchup be with as far as fighting? And it's not Ronda Rousey. Anybody else? Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight Ronda. She'd get me in that arm bar. <laughs> um, although her stand-up's not very good, so oh. in my opinion. So who she would it be? She had great training in her last fight, but she didn't really bring it in the cage. Um, I'd probably fight Kat Zingano. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. And what's your reasons behind that? Oh, uh, because she's stand-up. I wouldn't have to worry about, uh, you know, that crazy arm bar. Or I'd have to worry about knees to the face. That would suck. Do you follow any other other? I, I like her style. You follow um, any other other um, any other other um, uh, uh, promotions, XFC, uh, Bellator, and, and all those? Because I got a I got a matchup that I think what might be good for you since you like the box. You know, Stephanie. Um. Yeah. The XFC snowflake follows me on Twitter. What's that? XFC follows oh, me. Oh, okay. Twitter. Cool. Cool. You follow back, right? Yeah. So when you see Greasy, you know what to do. <laughs> don't, don't be playing around. When you see Greasy, you you follow you follow me back. All right. So um, what about Stephanie Egging, the Snowflake? I'm promoting. I'm getting my promoting on y'all. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna check her out after. Yeah, that. definitely, definitely. She uh, she she has a, a a style similar to uh, Floyd Mayweather. I think you know she she's nice. good on her on her feet like that. What do you what do you think about Cyborg? <laughs> She's hmm. a beast. She's yeah. a man. Um, <laughs> and I don't a woman's know, I think body. Kind of scared. Like, why would you go to uh, what are those? What's oh, Invicta. Invicta, why yeah. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know? uh, yeah. Or when I you just treat her lose good. ten pounds and come to the UFC and fight the best, I think she's scared. Or she just can't cut down. Yeah, that's a that's a big cut for her to do. Yeah, that's not what Mike Dolce said. Mike Dolce said he could cut her down yeah. in forty eight hours. That he could wave his healthy. magic nutritional wand right. and she'll that be. That doesn't sound healthy at all. He could do it, but whether or not she'd be healthy or not, that remains yeah. to be seen. Oh, yeah. uh, real quick, what do you think about Sarah McMahon? 
good. I, I would I would fight her. She's undefeated. Yeah. And uh, you know the the women's uh, the women's MMA is growing by leaps and bounds. And uh, you know we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we wish you the best. What's uh, your future endeavors as far as 2013 goes? Real quick. More magazines. I'm in the I'm in this month's issue of Fight Magazine. Yeah, so May issue. Pick it up. Guys, girls, check it out. I'm May issue of Fight can Magazine. I, can I ask her one more question? Yeah, Can I ask her one I more question, guys? All right. So on, on your page here, it says, um, you know, on the um, Model Mayhem page, it says, I only do paid assignments. I will not do adult slash erotic erotic or work right and and that's understandable and i i asked you that to say like if you don't put that on your page do you find you get like harassed or or you get a lot oh, more you wouldn't believe like e even that it's on the page people still ask me to do Jeez. that kind of wow. wow okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you have so, to kind of so you have to yeah you, I, I get messages like that every day uh, oh even though i'll it's pay on. you this much money but like even nude, I, I wouldn't do nude. Mm -hmm. Amazing how many girls will just do nude for free. Right, George would do nude for free. Mm -hmm. Me too. Don't don't. <laughs> me too. Me hey, too. Me too. hey, don't don't. No, this is not I about would. me. I would. Let's stick to the topic at, at hand. Uh, uh, hey, pay, hey, pay that money. Pay that money. Well, pay Alicia, me. it's been a joy oh, yeah, uh, talking you. to you. Uh, you got Ooh, any sponsors, yes. any affiliates before we uh, wrap things up with you? Nope. No sponsor. All right. Well, uh, you're going to want to follow her at Alicia Lay. That's L-E-I-I. -I. Alicia, once again, thanks for coming on. And check out the May issue of Fight Magazine. Mm -hmm. She's in it. Ooh. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Bringing it back here on MMAMayhemRadio.com. We're going to wrap up the show and discuss a little bit about MFC 37. What went down or what's going to go down, you're going to find out. Only here on MMAMayhemRadio.com and CouchFighter.co. I'm Elena. I have a master's degree in giving hope to children in Ethiopia. I'm John. My farm experience helped villagers in the Philippines feed themselves. If you have a degree in agriculture, the environment, or teaching English, you actually have a degree in doing more than you ever thought possible. Peace Corps volunteers can have a positive impact in the lives of people all over the world. To learn more, visit PeaceCorps.gov. I'm Elena. My resume now includes changing lives. Hey, this is Buck Nasty, the Bellator fighter, and you're listening to MMA Mayhem. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on MMA Mayhem Radio, and you know, it's been a great show so far, George. MFC 37 is coming up this Friday. Where's it going to be? It is going to be in Canada? in Canada, our neighbor to the north. And speaking of MFC 37, we've got some big, big news here. One of the participants of this epic contest, Chris the Beast Boy Barnett, gonna be put on the shelf, man. He he suffered a very terrible injury in training, and his title fight with Rama has been canceled. And now they got promoters and everybody like pointing fingers and all this other stuff. And I, I just don't understand what, what it is, guys. You know, sometimes you just gotta be smart in training. You can't go hard all the time. Sometimes you have to go steady. So well, we hope hey, for- Hey, they sometimes they say go hard or go home. That's right. But you know what? What happened with the results of that being canceled, that main event? 
Uh, the results of that being canceled is that Anthony Burchak right. is actually getting a golden Burchak. opportunity to be catapulted into the main event, and he's going to be facing off against a very determined fighter in Ryan Benoit, who is 6-1, and one, and Anthony Burchek is 9-1. and one. Both of these guys are on fire. Well, you know, yeah, you, we were talking about that. And, you know, uh, you know, Anthony Burchek's on a three-fight win streak, and Ryan Benoit is on a four-fight win streak. And this one's going to be highly explosive. What are your thoughts on the winner of this main event? Well, personally... I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with Anthony Burchek here. He says everybody at Bantamweight better train for him, better look out. Ryan Benoit, he's going to come in. He's going to be game. But I think Mr. Burchek is going to overwhelm him with the skills. What do you think, Race? I think he's going to overwhelm him with violence. That's what he said in, um, on, online. Yep, so, yep, yep. so I think that edge is going to, is going to take him over. Violence. Benoit, very powerful opponent. Both of these guys have knockout power, TKO style. I think it might be a double knockout, and both guys go down for the count. But Burchek, uh, extremely intense family man, and I think the drive with his family and the belief that he needs to make it and support his family is going to take him to the victory. It's going to be a round two TKO. Bam. That is very, very bold. And and speaking of speaking of things that that have been happening epically in MMA, y'all love the word I just used there. Uh, we we gotta stop this this eye poking, man. What what's up with this? You know, we we gotta we gotta get some gotta get some protection for these guys' claws, man. We can't have you know the Rocky Horror Picture Show coming in MMA nowadays. We we seen what happened to Alan Belcher, and you know Storm, you and I were talking about this before we went Twice. on right. Before we went on air today, you and I were talking about this. Instead of doing the four-ounce gloves, maybe they need to do it Brock Lesnar, Shane Carwin style, or even Pride style. Go with the five-ounce gloves, you know, to maybe cover up the knuckles and, and the claws and stuff. I mean, what's your thoughts about this, Storm? I think it's a dangerous situation. I don't know if they should change the gloves. I mean, because we're gonna it's going to turn into boxing gloves here before we know it. Uh, covering the fingers, there's not much you can do, right, Reese, as far as covering the fingers goes? Um, well, you know what, this might be, I might be a little bit ignorant on this, but I say put a fine on it. I mean, if you can't hold, if you got to hold your hands open like that and throw blows and, and, and have your fingers out there like that, you know, put put a fine on it. They got other things that you get fines for, other things that you well, can't it's do. It's going to start turning into the NFL with all these rules. Well, and, you, but, you know, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the only way to stop it. As a, as a fighter that has um been eye gouged or whatever you call like it hell. right i would be on the side of you know uh, uh, of that fine you know you gotta you gotta i mean it's how hard i mean and, and that's another thing I, I i'm saying i might be ignorant on is it too hard to just close your hands or or to stay away from the opponent's eyes i mean what in, in some cases it might be but i think what probably needs to happen that could squash all of this i think if the referee explains to the fighters in the locker room before they come out and fight so maybe just curl up just curl the fist up i mean i know guys come from the muay thai and and all different types of martial arts where they use the open palm and stuff but if they curl up and use the closed fist i think that would eliminate all of this drama and we could get back to having uh these classic classic fights yeah but you know in pro wrestling they use a closed fist that's out you know you can't do that yeah, well, this is reality. This is not <laughs> fantasy. Uh -oh. But Chell wants to buy WWE. Exactly. That might be a fantasy, too. But one thing that is not fantasy is Shane, the engineer Carbon. Y'all remember him, the guy that knocked out Gabriel Gonzaga, guy that almost beat Brock Lesnar but got beat down 
with a Brock Lesnar comeback, has officially said, I call it quits. Sayonara, historical. I'm hanging up the 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 five ounce gloves and I'm going back to being an engineer back in Colorado. He I don't might be a coach. He might turn into a coach. You think so? You, yeah. you think you think he could be uh be on at Greg Jackson? You think we could see him as one of the hidden guys on Fightmaster? I mean, it, it's possible, he was right? Tough. Well, yeah. I personally don't know about that, but I'm going to uh, take this uh, angle on it. I always like the guy that retires before they get hurt, you know, before, like, they, they get bashed and do, like, a holy field or something like that, you know. I hate to see people who have quality careers go on for just a tad bit too long. All it takes is one punch. They go on too long, and, and then it turns into, not to laugh, but it turns into a tragedy. Like it Rick doesn't Slayer know, so. of MMA. Right. So, I mean, the congratulations on, on a great career, Shane. Exactly. And and we will no doubt remember what he has done for the sport of MMA. So without any further ado, Brad, uh, do we have some people we need to shout out here? Wait a minute. I am going to hand it off to a newcomer here. Oh, the new boy. Love Muscle. Love Muscle. Come on in and enforce it. Make shout outs. Well, these are the MMA Mayhem Security Clearance Twitter shout outs. Dang. If you hear these, your names are on the list. We got at MMA Fanboy GT, at Really Ben Grimm, at Car Kinslow, at RS Legendary, at Joseph Reese 2, at RSLMMA, and at Marcus Lapointe 1. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at MMAMayhemRadio.com. And also facebook.com backslash MMA Mayhem Radio.com. And don't forget to also check out check couchfighter.com backslash Michael Browning. Bonesnapper.com. And don't forget about your free web design at Apocalypse MMA. And iTunes under Couchfighter. You better give us five stars or we will bang you hard. Oh, yeah. And you know about Glacius, right? Yes, sir. It's going to be May 25th at the 7 venue in Douglasville. Oh, yeah. Love Muscle is out there, ladies. So, you know what? Stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you later on the other side, the flip side. What is it? What is it? This has been another MMA Mayhem Radio production. See ya.